to the three-way podcast. Let's welcome Eddie Vihil. Welcome to the three-way podcast. Welcome, Eddie. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's uh, Thank you for coming in on a Saturday. It's kind of weird because our show, we always do it on a Saturday. It's our only free time. <laughs> well, that too, but also the just the location-wise, until yeah. we actually set up uh, in a studio. It'll, I think but, Saturdays are good. I don't yeah, know. it's more relaxing. I feel like the only thing that's that's not good is like I would prefer to have like for example like where drinks could like people could come in and drink like whatever they want to drink like alcoholic beverages like we can't do it here. Oh. But uh, <laughs> sure, yeah, sure. like you know you know how like it, like we our goal would be to have like a little lounge or something where people could come and just like you know just let loose and just for sure. talk. Is it let loose? Is this a party or? <laughs> Podcast. But like, be more like, be free, you know. Be free. Before we get into the big picture, um, uh-huh. you are a filmmaker. True. And I don't know. Some people, when they hear filmmakers, like it's it's a big label. I guess it's more of an independent label to say. How, yeah. how do you I mean, feel I mean, about that? About the label, a filmmaker. Yeah, filmmaker yeah. is very broad and vague, which is good in a way where if you are capable of doing a lot, or you're just like. I can do whatever you need me to, like filmmaker. It just kind of states that you're good at more than one thing, I think. Which it's like is an sure. umbrella. It's okay to say yeah. in a brief introduction kind of sure. stage, you know? So you, you uh, do have a movie that you're working on, but yeah. before we jump into the details, because I really want to know a lot uh, about sure. the feature you're working on, um, let's talk about how you got started. You're from Reno, Nevada? Uh, yeah, I grew up in Reno, Nevada. Kind of been there since third grade. Um, went to high school there, went to the university up there. I don't know, did I just go into Is it a big it, population or? over there, or it's like, it's, it's okay? It's, it's, it's mid-sized. Mm. I mean, it's, of course, famous for being known as the, the biggest little city. So it's yeah. kind of like in that in-between stage, which is kind of cool. It's got everything, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it takes you 10 minutes to get anywhere. So it's oh, that's that's great. amazing. Yeah, I wish that I, I could do that here, man. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a change. And how, how many hours is that from actually the strip, like Vegas? No, oh, it's uh, really far, I think. It's right? like a couple of yeah. five hours, maybe? It's, it's eight hours. Eight hours. So it's, okay. as, it's as quick to get to LA as it is to Vegas. It's more peaceful. <laughs> away from the north. And you, you get all the seasons over there too, right? Correct. You yeah, it's, it's well. in a valley against the, the hills right up there on the border of the of California. So, yeah, you get That's snow, amazing. desert heat. Like, it's all over. So, it's kind of upsetting. Let me ask you this. Uh, <laughs> do you get away with uh, filming guerrilla style? Do you get hassled okay, if you don't have sure. permits? I, I, could, I could jump into that. Yeah, I mean, Reno is not a film town. So, yeah, I mean, people are super open to, like, oh, you want to film in our restaurant? Yeah, like, we'll, we'll provide this and this for you. And we'll, a lot of the times, like, they're stoked up until the point when they realize what's actually going on. <laughs> you're there for 12 hours, then they're like, wait a second. But We're leading up to, like, if you, play it, if you play it right, people are just, like, super cool. Oh, that's, that's incredible. incredible. Yeah. You can shoot in the street, no permits. and Perfect place for uh, yeah. guerrilla filmmakers. It's, it's Yeah. It doesn't cost too much. Even if you don't need permits like here. Even school here, you need like per- permit or permission. Well, uh, if you go to universities like Woodbury, USC, this, all the yeah, they want bigger schools, that, right? they yeah. want contracts, they want permits. Wow. And that's when the budget keeps on rising. <laughs> Getting more and more. Yeah. But um, let me jump into this, Eddie. Uh, sure. What you're doing now as a filmmaker, you didn't start that way. 
Uh, I saw that you were actually a mining engineer. Where did you see that? <laughs> uh, somewhere. I'm trying to hide that. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, I guess like you know I, when 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 you grow up as, sure. a, as a child into adulthood and you're going to college and you have responsibilities and you want to plan for your future, you normally like the the thought is let me go into in a job that's like that I know it's going to be there and it pays well and you know that kind of thing. So. Uh, in a high school class, I know like a professor from the university came over and was like, have you guys heard of mining engineering? And I'm like, I have no idea what that is. That's super cool. Like it pays how much you're doing what scholarships for it, and it's how easy to get in. So I kind of didn't have a direction. So I chose that because I'm like, I knew I was good at math and I liked engineering. So I, I jumped into it with the idea that film was going to be the goal at some point. Sure. But I wanted to be smart. And actually have like money. <laughs> yeah, the biggest the biggest problem. In, uh... So uh, yeah, the idea was graduate with that, work in the mines for a couple of years, and then make my move to LA. But yeah, it, it didn't quite work out the way I'd planned. But yeah, I did. I got my degree in that. So I I did you work in the mines? Oh yeah, I, I worked uh, one summer in the mines. Okay, as like an intern, as part of like the plan to graduate. And um, how was it? It's it's. Incredible. <laughs> it, it was incredible. Like living in the middle of nowhere is great. Having um, the openness to like people don't do anything out there, oh. so it's just frustrating. Like sure. there's, you know, you can drink and you can hunt. And That's pretty much it. Like it's outdoors. Yeah, you, yeah. It's not really fulfilling for me. So it's kind of nice to have it not work out. Um, but so yeah. did were you always passionate about uh, filmmaking as a kid? How or you films find, in general. Let me ask you this, to be specific. Sure. How did you fall into filmmaking? Acting was kind of the initial goal okay. for me. Mm. Uh, growing up as a kid, you know, like I'm a big fan of comic book movies. So I remember watching the original, like, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I want to be Spider-Man. This looks so fun. And, uh, you know, that was, kind of, that was kind of my way. And I was like, I want to be an actor. But... I never had like the personality for it. Like in school, I was always like a quiet kid that had trouble talking to like anybody. I was like my small group of friends. Mm. Same here. And super awkward. And <laughs> the perfect type for actor, <laughs> I swear. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. perfect artist. Uh, because every look, I, I feel like because like, I've done like I've done acting classes and everything, but yeah. I'm I'm kind of anti-social myself too. Like this stuff, like this is what what made me more social. Did it open you up at all? Did you try acting a little oh, bit or no? For sure. I uh, okay. So that that's kind of what got me in. Yeah. Like when when I graduated with my bachelor's in mining engineering, mining kind of went to like a like the price of gold plummeted, so everybody was not hiring. So I was like, okay, cool, that's fine. Um, so I took some acting classes and stuff. Like, fine, I'll just jump into what I actually want to do now in Reno. And I, I did get opened up. Actually, it was my last semester of college. I'm like, yeah. I'm tired of all this math and science and stuff. Let me just take one for fun. I took an intro to acting. Nice. And that one was kind of what re rejuvenated me and kind of gave me some new energies and opened me up. Yeah, it, 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 it was awesome. Was it like a, a theater class or just more like just TV and film type acting? It, I think it was designed... I feel like it wasn't theater acting. It was okay, whatever the other acting yeah, yeah. <laughs> TV film probably most likely, yeah. Yeah, but it was, it was super general, so super basic, but it was a ton of fun and always terrifying to 
you know, challenge yourself and open yourself up like Definitely. that. So yeah, we have uh, the the course we had over here actually. Um, it was a three, three camera setup, and it was in a studio. So yeah, I, I remember the first time I went up there, thirty eyes on me, all those lights and yeah. the cameras. It it opens you up, like, but it prepares you though. It, like I feel like if you're really going that route, uh, you have a better sense and idea, and then you kind of the more I guess you do it, the more you kind of block everything else out, and you're just in the moment, whatever's happening. But like as coming from like being shy or like being yeah. kind of antisocial or by yourself i'm saying I will, i'm telling you I'm, i was the same i kind of still am but no for sure it kind of makes you or pushes you to break out of that which is yeah. really good that's one thing i really like about it and uh, a lot of booze <laughs> opens up your well i feel like that's more for uh, the theater act i don't want to say that but i think wow. the theater act wow. that cool. was a biased no like, well Whoop, whatever my exp- <laughs> i think it's from what i've heard from everyone heard. has a different journey to say yeah, yeah. but I, I guess somehow <laughs> a lot of people in la <laughs> end up uh pursuing the acting dream which For is sure. fine but uh you just have to have be open to other uh avenues uh, uh, avenues in the industry yeah i mean that's how that's how it was for me was uh i quickly learned in reno that cause i think i did like scene study classes and stuff and after i got out of that one class yeah and did a couple of theater plays and everything, but um, the super minor roles, like it was. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but I quickly learned that Reno wasn't a place for opportunity. Like commercial work was the best you can kind of get in Reno for acting. That's not even really acting. That's like show up and yeah, just be you. Yeah, <laughs> be there. Um, but I started uh, producing my own content. Was how I kind of started landing. Sure. Um, on the more production side and learning about. Okay, what does it take to make the thing? Yeah. Because I would do everything in the beginning. I'm sure plenty of people have been in this position where it's like, okay, I want to act, so let me make stuff for me to act in, which means I have to write it and I have to direct it and I have to edit it and I have to like do everything. Yeah. You my play all the, the camera, like all that stuff, you know. So you, that's but you of, learn a lot from that. No, 100%. But that, that's when I learned that acting wasn't for me and yeah. I fit better in other positions, mm. which was more on what I'm doing now. Yeah. yeah. That's how I feel. Like he, he's pushing me. He's like one thing my brother's always telling me is like, don't sell yourself short. But yeah. I'm like, I love writing. I love directing. I'm serious. If I have an audition, I'm very serious about it. So like, not to bash sure. on or uh, take anything away from actors in LA or in general. Yeah. But uh, I like it. I'm trying it. But I feel like you have to really uh, go after what you really want to give hundred percent on that. Yeah. And uh, I totally feel you. I understand what you're saying. My point, okay, so my point about that is yeah. I'm like, look, uh, if that could lead you to opportunity where, let's say, if you, you're a writer, right? Sure. Uh, acting might kind of get you a little bit more in there to where you could sell your either screenplay you're writing or yeah. anything, you know? And, like, he's like had that. some good luck with auditions, and he's he's got, like, serious auditions. I'm like, maybe you should try that avenue for right now until the writing happens. I mean, it's always nice to have multiple avenues yeah. going at once. I mean, that's kind of how it's the only way to make it work in this industry definitely yeah Yeah. so did you have an agent when you were pursuing uh acting or just uh, random submitting yourself (laughs) to like websites uh i didn't get very far okay (laughs) no i i i was yeah busy learning the craft and um yeah i never got to a point where i was like 
especially in Reno, I'm like, there's no, there's no reason to have an agent in Reno because there's yeah. not enough going on to where there's any competition. Really, it's like, do yeah. they offer any tax incentives as far as uh, make filming movies there or um, nothing? At, at that time, I believe it hadn't happened yet. It's it's more of a recent thing that okay, uh, yeah, it's been the last couple of years. Because honestly, I feel like because uh, I I have worked on the production uh, side of uh, yeah. like commercials and stuff. And mostly now, the commercials I see is non-union. They're filming places where they get real big breaks. It's always about the money. Yeah. It's yeah. a business at the end of the day. For sure. Um, that's what I've been seeing. Uh, they're filming in New Mexico, all these other places. And I feel like California is the hub. But where starts, are the breaks? Well, yeah, well, that's what it is. I think it's just more expensive to film here. That I mean, Atlanta, oh. I think, was big at one point. But I don't know if it's that like that now. Uh, different. Uh, well, I mean, every... That's that's all you hear is LA is too expensive. That's why you go elsewhere. You can you you can pay for like your your post production budget can come out of what you save in your in your primary or principal photography. You know, definitely. So it's just there's no reason almost to film here unless you're indie, and then this is where all the people are. So yeah, that's, that's true. That's the plus. Uh, when did you move out here? When when uh, from Reno? I'm pretty fresh. I uh, moved out in November, so it's like six months. Wow! In LA, how are you liking it so far? <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah, I mean, this uh, I feel very at home. I feel very welcomed, and uh, no, it's been it's been very nice. I, I nice. tell people that it's like the honeymoon phase. I'm sure, but like I'm digging it. I'm digging it for <laughs> yeah, sure. definitely. As, to be honest, as long as you work hard enough uh, yeah. towards your goal, that's the most important thing, and uh, it's very. Uh, how do I say this? It's very competitive. Yeah. But I don't believe in that. Like, yeah, that's always going to be there. Don't let that stop you. And that's where I'm at right now, uh, where if we're not getting the acting roles, we're not booking you certain things, you make it. Like you said, yeah, yeah. you make your own movie, you act in it, get a part, direct it, pursue it that way. Sure. It's all about producing content. And uh, so we're, since we're talking about all this uh, producing content, <laughs> let's talk about your movie. Okay, sure, sure. I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess before we jump into that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, while I was in Reno and doing my, my own film school, you know, kind of learning by making, I was always resistant to doing feature films and pushing past like a certain length of script because mm -hmm. I knew it gets um, like infinitely harder of course. the more you're trying to tackle. So I definitely st we stuck to short films for like the last three years while I was there, I was trying to like making two short films a month for three years. Uh, when you say short films, like what length was they, it? They like vary. What? Like we would, we would aim for like one day shorts or two mm -hmm. day shorts. So it was like, you know, three to seven pages or whatever. Incredible. So I have a lot of experience producing the short stuff and mm -hmm. getting people to show up for free for like one weekend things was like my bread and butter. But now feature film is a whole different thing. <laughs> and, uh, I feel like, yeah, it's definitely been building up to this because um, I did do a 30-minute pilot that I AD'd and, like, produced and then um, kind of did a – I cheated my way into doing a 45-minute. We did three 15-minute blocks awesome. of a thing. But, yeah, so now I'm, now I'm pursuing uh, – now that I'm in Los Angeles, like, you know, it's time to step it up step a notch. Feature wise. It's like, all right, let's actually – make something that matters here <laughs> do you, well do you feel like that helped you uh network more are you using uh some of the people from your uh short films like previous crew projects, members yeah. from previous projects are you using them for this project or i mean as of right now 
Not really. Not really. It's more, it's more about the information learned through all those things is mm. what's helping me. Um, but yeah, you kind of mentioned working with, I, don't, I think you said that regardless, I, yeah. have, I feel like I've gotten really good at talking to people and convincing people like, this is something you want to be a part of. Let's, let's get together. Let's do some yeah. stuff and kind of push against that competitive natureness and be more of the inclusive and yeah. let's see how we can help each other out kind of route. That's so, how you should be. Yeah. It helps a lot. And then you kind of. Not only do you network better, but like then you find more people just trying to help you out as well. Because technically, it's like you're helping everybody's helping each other out. Right. So it's like let's say for an actor side of it, it could be like real footage or whatever yeah. it may be. You know, it all comes together at the end of the day. But uh, so this this screenplay that you're working on okay. right now, yeah, is it, is it like a finished product? Like you're done writing already, or yeah? So so the title of the of the feature is it's what's on the inside. Um, and I started writing it just this year. So I'm, I started writing in January. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the first complete draft done by the end of February, I think. Nice. Maybe it was, Jan- I don't know. I feel like I got like a barf draft done mm-hmm. in one month and then I refined it through February and then. Kept I, on refining it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm still refining it right now yeah. because I, I'm sure as, as, as many people know, and what I've been learning, because I've never written a feature before, is that I can see why people spend years writing a feature film. Because there's infinite depth into like, each character. There's voices. There's loca- there, There's so much to describe and so many layers to the story that I can see how it could take forever. Oh, yeah. It's uh, a never-ending process. It really is. Yeah. So I definitely put the my my expectation I set for myself was like I want to make a feature this year. Mm-hmm. Like I want to make it this year. I'm gonna make it this year. So the idea I made a whole timeline for the year and this amount of time on the script and then jump into this phase. So I think the crunch time helps a lot, and it's just like you just gotta find that balance. Uh, do you have any plans on uh, the way you want to distribute, or do you want to do like a film distribution. fest distribution? Um, I don't know. I've I've listened to a lot of other filmmakers talk about that to get an idea of what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of up in the air, I guess, just to be vague about it. I mean, the idea is uh, film festivals is is definitely in the in the mix. Yeah, in the mix. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Eddie. Um, what's the outcome of you oh, of why you're doing this project? What do you, what does it mean to you? What do you want to get out of it? Sure, it's a great question. Well, I mean, the number one reason that I do anything that I do. I almost feel like it's almost just, it feels like a, a stepping stone, even yeah. though it shouldn't be like I'm putting everything into it, but there are elements that I feel like if I wasn't pushing to get it done this year, it's always that filmmaker in the back of your mind. that's like, it could be better if you gave more time to it. Like just put more time into the script, do another year. And it's like, no, no, just make it yeah. Do yeah. the best you can with it. And then that proves not, not only to myself, but to everybody else around me that, I feel like it's important to show people that you do what you say you're going to do. I agree with you a million percent because uh, what is the saying? Artist abandons his work because you can never stop something. I have, I have a feature length script where uh, I'm on my ninth or tenth draft, and <laughs> oh my god, you never stop polishing it. It gets yeah. to the point where you just have to just abandon it and like you like you said, set a date, film it. Or if 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 you want to do something, write something that's micro budget, even if it's a feature. Yeah. That way you could just shoot it. it. I mean, that's how I wrote. It's what's on the inside. Was I wrote for people that I knew I could rely on, and I wrote for locations I knew wouldn't be hard to get. 
That helps a lot. Yeah. I think because we, we talked about my brother was writing this last screenplay, and we thought we thought about all that, like budget wise, even like would it, like the stuff we we talk about, or even characters that's in it. Would would that fit in the budget? It has involves animals and stuff like that too. So like, it's gotta make <laughs> well, sense. Well, when you say it that way, it sounds it sounds kind of creepy or no, uh, but well, well yeah, but like <laughs> well, for example, like there's certain uh, breeds of dog that we talk about. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's gotta kind of make sense for us to be able to. Get those type of dogs, you know. It's like a dark comedy thriller. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it involves uh, the main character is a um, what a pet uh, pet lover, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So th- that's what the yeah his character is. So there's a, it involves pets. So we're like, okay, so it's gotta make sense. And then the locations, like you got that, like you said, like it's kind of gotta fit in the budgeting also, because like you don't want to write something too crazy and then and ends up kind of not working out. But but then that's that's one thing you definitely gotta consider. Yeah, because I mean. It's it's just with everything that that we do in this kind of I guess development process. It's you're battling hurting the creativity. It's like okay, well now you're not even writing for the story. You're writing for the budget, and you're yeah. writing, and you, and it could like you're not even exploring what you actually want to be writing. Be, like that's yeah, that that's the the fight against like my process is I'm writing with these constraints I'm putting on myself and I'm like I wonder what I could write if like money weren't an option but then I'm like well I know it is so yeah. it's, hard, it's, <laughs> always, it's always the case even yeah. with like big celebrities you see uh, Jonah Hill or wait uh, no the Duplass brothers actually did a couple of independent films even like that. for those yeah. guys it's not like uh, big inspiration yeah they are I well I know I, I remember when he was doing a podcast I heard uh, I think well his budget is still pretty decent budget I think it was around 200,000 or something but like he makes films for around that price and like he would go to uh, Sundance and stuff like that and try to yeah. sell the the movies and that he did like I think one of the ones that was I think he spent like 200 something ended up selling for like a couple a uh, couple of million or something like that so it's a nice chunk of profit for him and then yeah. he and it, he makes it work budgeting wise too because the storyline he doesn't it's like real life like I'm like if you've seen Duplass Brothers movies and it's yeah. it's just more like Real life stuff. So. Well, making it in Sundance is a big accomplishment. Yeah, definitely. So, because um, I, I, what I heard is like you have people from the industry that go and actually watch movies and see what works and sign people or buy projects just like that yeah. from uh, those big. But, but even getting getting a chance to have your film be out there is, is another story too. Like it's not easy. Well, that the whole thing behind that is actually getting up and doing something, yeah. getting content. Mm-hmm. If you don't have content, you could sit and plan. I don't know. Your years will fly by, and yeah, I mean, because I, I wasn't familiar with the the Duplass brothers until yeah. I started writing my thing, and I was. I think somebody told me, but oh, that sounds familiar. It sounds like what these guys. Do. I'm like, oh, who are they? And then yeah. I had to like look them up, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is. <laughs> That's yeah, they're doing what I want to be doing, so I definitely have researched them a lot since then. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's good because you know what it is, it's not uh, that's what I like about theirs is there's like it's like there's life in what they, what they film, like it's it's not like a stupid thing, like it's day to day life, they like it's location, even like you if you've seen it at like a couple of their movies, it's like mm-hmm. general houses, for example, stuff like that, like nothing crazy, but it still looks good. There's a the story's there, it and it's good. Like, I, I personally, I think, besides some big budget movies, but I really like independent movies, I really enjoy them. Yeah, it's 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 more meaningful sometimes. 
Sometimes. Sometimes. I mean, if it's yeah. a good movie, it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, you can't compare it to like something like a like any of the Marvels or anything like mm-hmm. that, where it's like. Well, it matters <laughs> on the budget. Million. You're talking about a movie that has like, um, oh, they probably spend over. I saw. I, swear, I think the the end game was around like their budget was like 360 million. I think if I remember, uh, yeah, from, it's 360. From my understanding, they because they shot Infinity War and Endgame back yeah. to back. Oh, and yeah, it was yeah half a billion for both for both together. Yeah, yeah. wow. Which I mean, but he, when, they got their money back. They got, they got their money. They're fine. <laughs> I think they'll do well over that. The in one game movie. is already past a billion. I think, isn't it? I think it's yeah, around there. Passed it in the first weekend. Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're past the billions. <laughs> Let's talk about me. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But okay, so, so are you done writing the uh, the movie yet, or? Well, yeah. I mean, the story, the story is done pretty much. Been complete. Yeah, I'm just kind of trying to amp up certain moments and. Mm. Uh, Fine tune it. Yeah, the genre, the genre is rom com, hmm. um, so it's like something that I heard, and I feel like it works. Is like write for the drama first, and then you can lace in the comedy later. Like, mm-hmm. don't worry, it doesn't matter if it's funny. Like, get the story right, yeah. and then put the moments in. So, like stuff like that, I'm definitely working on. So you're in pre production, yeah, figuring everything Early out, stages, getting. Yeah. Do you have people that you trust that you could actually produce this with? Like, uh, that's a good question. Like, a team, it's a difficult yeah. one because, like, a lot of people in school when they're first starting off is like, "Oh no, this is my way," and that's like not reliable people, I guess. So, no, I mean, I learned quickly just like making the shorts. Is the idea is when I work with like new directors and stuff, I always have to remind them, "Don't put all the stress on yourself." You have a team. Like, that's like, like that's why I'm here as an AD or like whatever position I am. Like I'm here to take that weight off of you. Don't have to worry about that. So me being the director slash producer, kind of see, I know that what yeah, it, getting people that know what they're doing and want to help out like is the best thing ever oh, because yeah. it's like sweet. Now I can just kind of hand it off and now I can focus on other stuff or whatever. Yeah. Like I'm very open to the idea of. Please help me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's that's, that's, a, that's a hard part too, though. Like, I feel like a lot of people would have a hard time with that because it's kind of like it's your baby. Like, you're nervous to pass it out or find, I don't know. That's, that's, I feel like if you get stuck on that too much, your career will end short. A lot of people get opportunities. And when you get that opportunity and if you play that card, you're, they're done. You just, your opportunity was wasted. Yeah, and I've met people that like uh, w- one person I won't name, but like he had a comic book that was coming out, and uh, he didn't want to make these minor changes. And I believe mm-hmm. he was at that uh, aspect where he was signed with a company that was going to actually produce it, wow. get it out there. Yeah, and they just like that, it just didn't happen. I'm, and that that's a common story, right? It's like. Yeah, you write a thing and people want to make it and they're like, well, but we want to make these changes and then it's like, okay, I don't I don't want the however much money, like, it's not my story. And I was like, well, you have more stories, just make the money. You got to start somewhere too. Yeah, you know? just like start kind somewhere. Of, yeah. yeah. There's no re... Yeah, it is frustrating when when any creative kind of wants to... It's just that stubbornness kind of hurts. And oh, yeah. It's like a self-destructive kind of thing. It is. So, uh, as far as budget, uh, are you going to do any Kickstarter or have any campaigning like that? I mean, there it's it's yeah. I mean, the idea is we'll we'll be doing 
yeah, we have a Kickstarter that we're kind of ramping up towards right now. It's going to launch at the end of this month. So keep an eye on that. Yeah, definitely. And then, uh, and then one more thing. Before, uh, we'll do it at the end, of course. But like sure. all the information where people could actually go to see this, uh, we'll get all that info at the end. So that way people, if the, uh, Kickstarter-wise or yeah. – do you put it on your social media, all the links as well too or – yeah, I mean, everything is on my website, and then we have the Instagram and the Facebook pages for the for the movie, too. Do you have a cast already for that, or? So, I think I went through the numbers recently, and there's like 15 speaking parts, and I've cast three so far. So, that's kind of, I was out of town for a month, aiding a feature and everything, so I was kind of like, this was on the back of my mind during that yeah. time. So, now that I'm back, yeah, that's the idea, is like, I'm, I'm doing self-tapes and looking at some people and do you put it do you put it on like a breakdown for like either la casting or actors access or as of right now i'm doing the i don't know i always have a lot of good luck when i just work with the people that i know or take recommendations from. yeah so i'm starting with that kind of base right now yeah. and then as any film like people find out that stuff is going on and they're like oh my friend heard about well, i have a friend that likes it or friend so there's plenty, yeah. there's plenty of oh yeah there's people. plenty of actors in la <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no shortage of that that's for sure <laughs> yeah well uh, chances are if there are some roles that I'm, i am having trouble with i know there are you can always put it out those, yeah, yeah. that's incredible nice, man. that's but any plans on uh, so i'm guessing of course when you get your cast but uh, any plans on when you want to start like shooting it um the goal is uh the July August range. The no, idea, not, the idea was long. summer. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice LA heat. And I read. I read about this. Uh, do you plan to shoot for like 21, 23 days, something like that? Uh, that's also TBD. Oh, okay. I got. I got to lock in the. I got to lock in the final script, and then we'll start officially doing the the fun breakdowns on it. Nice. Yeah. Man, it, it sounds like uh, fun. It's. It, I'm really uh, hyped up about it. I can't wait to get more detail yeah. on it. And, uh, and yeah, what, the very, thing is, like, I've comedy based a little bit too, or you said, or just oh, yeah. it's a romantic comedy, yeah, rom com. So, so yeah, yeah. My, my yeah, my humor style is always it's kind of like almost like the dry, uh, where it's it's like I like that. Like, it's like no, it's, it's funny. funny. Like it's that, not definitely. like super slapstick or anything. It's yeah, like yeah, some kind of it's that know, dark it's comedy. Like that, it's like that cute humor versus the dark humor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very light. It's very light. Oh, okay. Um, so it's not going to be like a rated R or anything like that. <laughs> well, that's not. We're, we're not. Yeah, we're not talking about the dark, dark. Comedy. Know, what kind of comedies do you watch? <laughs> hey, well, I've always. Okay, so when I go to movie theaters, I like to always go for the R's just because it's. There's no censorship. And then, like, when you go to theaters, it's like. I get annoyed when there's little kids there, too. That's my one thing when it comes yeah. to movies. I can't. That is weird. <sighs> I feel like the thing today is PG thirteen. That's the it's the middle it's a seller. Ground. It's a good seller. Like there's it, a couple of things. Like you go watch it or something, and there's like five year olds in the audience. And yeah. Like, Why are you bringing kids? <laughs> Even though it's like a funny kid movie, like it, it kids is in the movie. It, there is, but it's hard. Oh, did you see the trailer for that? The second one? Well, of course. Oh man, fan. it's gonna be. So Can't wait for that one. Yeah. Can't wait for that one. So how many, um, well, you did short movies. Um, did you go that festival route for your shorts when you were producing it? Uh, or? Jumping back to my Reno history. Which sure. Is, yeah, yeah, go for it. Which isn't even that long ago, but I talk about it like it's been forever. <laughs> Ten um, years ago. Well, because I, I founded, like I started this film group was kind of how I got all the shorts done was people would get included and then we have like a secret Facebook group and that's where everything was organized through that stuff. So I was kind of like the only guy putting 
I guess my all and all my time, like that's, that was basically a full-time job managing that group. So all the decisions kind of came down to me. Like we, I had people that would help out in certain aspects, but asking that kind of volunteer, like it's hard. So I never really had the energy. Like I had the energy to produce stuff, but pushing things past that, like I needed additional help to kind of grow towards that, which which, which was a more long-term goal that we had in mind. was like, okay, how do we grow past what we're doing now? Uh, but then, of course, I got to the point where I'm like, I feel like what's best for me is to make my jump to L.A. versus helping grow this renal community. So I yeah. see. It, was, it was a kind of a... It, do, is yeah. that still something that's active, that group? Or uh, are you starting something similar in L.A.? L.A. doesn't need another film group. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'll tell you this. is like, well, we live in Simi Valley, which is maybe 25 minutes uh, yeah. west from here. Yeah. But um, I always looked for that as a writer. I'm like, hey, I'm curious. Is there a writer's yeah. group in that area? No, it, I mean, that's kind of stuff I've learned is, like, unheard of anywhere else. Like, just people willing to volunteer their time in all these different positions to stuff almost just for fun that's not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, that's, that's not something you see. I don't know. What was, what was the question? <laughs> oh, like uh, uh, starting a group, uh, some type of writing group or uh, film crew group. I guess the same usual. Let's say you have, you have a team of people where oh, you I, usually use them when you when you film or anything like that. I remember the question was: Is still going on? Uh, so it's Reno Film Collective. They are. They still exist. Um, it's kind of at a, a baby steps restarting reboot phase. Okay. Because um, yeah, when I left, there there were people that were like, "Oh my gosh, you're leaving in a month. We don't want we don't want this thing to die." So like we had a huge meeting and kind of handed out delegations and stuff, and then. You know, there's it's a lot more work than people think. Oh so yeah, it, it's not easy to kind of keep things going and make sure stuff is happening. Like you know, people are flaky. People like there's yeah. so many things to go up against. So um, yeah, they still exist and they're 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 around. And I hope the best. And I'm still around to help them when I can from a distance. Do you go back and forth sometimes to Torino still or? Uh, I went back. That, I went back to uh, to AD on a feature up there. So mm-hmm. I was up there recently, and that's when I had the opportunity to kind of catch up with the group and sure. kind of see what was going on. And so, what steps are are you? Did you take over here? Because you're saying it's been a short amount of time. You're in LA. Like, how did you connect with filmmakers over here? With the filmmakers here? I mean, that's just like networking 101, right? It's, yeah. Uh, I I guess I had the opportunity while I was in Reno. At some point, turned into freelance while I was up there, and that was a difficult transition to make. Um, but the benefit of being freelance in Reno is like not many people are. So when an LA commercial or a short or some California team would come over, they would ask like, "Who's around to like PA for us or do this?" And then I would be one of the first names brought up because I was the head of the film group, and then I would kind of nice. I would meet people from LA while I was in Reno. Which was cool, and then I, I was able to, like, there was a, a Sundance. Um, it just came out this year. It was called the Mustang, and that That's was right. that was shooting up in Carson City, like a half an hour out of town. And I got to be on that, which had a lot of LA crew kind of mixed in with the nice. Nevada crew. Um, but yeah, it was just so I utilized all the little pockets of people that I had met through the years. So when I came down here, everybody got the heads up that I was on my way down. Let's grab coffee. Let's reconnect. Nice. And then, um, I guess I haven't mentioned what I do right now. I, I freelance, like for my money, I freelance for a, as a script supervisor and, uh, 
an assistant director, but it's mostly script supervisor work. And I, I took a, a workshop with a woman down here, Randy, Randy Feldman. She's like the only instructor in like the world that teaches script yeah. supervising. Oh, wow. So she has her own little community of people need like a new script supervisor. They go to her and like, do you have anybody who's interested in working for this rate for the show? Nice. So like I've gotten really lucky with just having that. Keeps you busy. Pockets and, and that. So where is she based out of? Or where? Uh, Santa Monica. Okay. But I definitely make it a huge point. Um, I, I wish, I don't know. I feel like more people should probably do this. I don't know. I like to, like, it's not enough for me to get somebody's information on set. I like to try to reconnect with people after working with people. So yeah. it's like, hey, I know I was only on your set for a few days, but you were super cool and, like, I'm new to the area. It was always my excuse. Like, I'm new to L.A. Like, can we yeah. chat? And I'd love to hear about what you're up to and what you do. And just being super interested in what other people are up to has helped me kind of just, like, hey, like, how can I help you? And what are you doing? And this is... Nice. Yeah. It opens more doors that way. And plus, yeah. you connect with people that uh, have similar interests and are passionate about yeah. creating yeah. that art. And that's the most important thing, because like, I have this idea where I'm writing another script, and uh, I have, I could say I have a good network to work with, but like, I want to find people that are on the same level, and not to say level that it comes out kind of harsh, but uh, have the similar commitment. Or or? Commitment, because mm-hmm. like, it's it's expensive in LA. You need a job. You have bills to pay. I can understand that aspect of it. But when you're coming up uh, like as an independent filmmaker, it's, yeah, you yeah. need people to be on the same level where sure. they're putting in time. Yes, some, you, they might get paid or they might not get paid and just do it for the craft. For sure. That's the biggest problem that we're faced with. But if you find the right people, your circle, uh, you could create that. It's definitely finding It's finding that balance too as the, as the filmmaker asking for the help. It's like, hey, I want you to work on my thing for free i mean it's all about like anything else is how do you phrase it what's your tone how genuine are you coming across what is the project is it something that they're actually interested in are you one that they trust is going to get it done like it's it's there's so many layers into even that thing and it's like oh sure i'm down to work for free it's like wait you want to work how many days like i don't have a week to spare like you know so it's all sure there's so many factors so oh yeah being able to sell that is equally as, as hard as people would be able to accept it yeah since you've been in la besides this screenplay that you're working on right now is there any other projects that you do on the site as well like little shorts that you do or anything else i always try to stay busy with that kind of thing i know we did a, a short i don't know it's like a concept you know classic concept short based on potential series or whatever yeah Yeah. uh it's called van life that's where i actually found my my lead cast was they were like our lead romantic cast in uh, in this short and now i'm writing for them for the feature so it's like super cool like that yeah um but yeah we we did that that was a weekend short that we got volunteer people for to just come out and use their their grip car and like all this stuff and gotten people together for like just super quick short yeah I, i'm always a fan it's my it's my excuse to hang out like i'm not good at just like let's go grab a drink like, yeah i'm cheap yeah like i don't want to i don't want to pay for alcohol <laughs> <laughs> it's not cheap over here too yeah, yeah if you want to go out and yeah alcohol out on the town is super expensive and then parking and like all that stuff so yeah. I, i'm a big fan of like oh cool like i get along with you let's 
Are you, are you down? Yeah, let's shoot something. Forget anything that you have scripted or what mm-hmm. I have scripted, because then it feels like, oh wait, you only want to meet because wait, uh, well, yeah. If, I agree. If you start on the the even playing field of working together, working together on something new. Yeah. This one, like what? Have you done any uh, commercials too, or have you done any commercial projects or no? Yeah, I've ad uh, commercials. I've PA'd on commercials. I assisted a guy up in Reno that that was like his bread and butter was commercials. Commercials. So I was kind of like his grip AC PA guy. Was this, How was that? Did you like that or? I mean, commercials. You know, you know what commercials are for. Commercials are for the money. Yeah. <laughs> Usually. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've done them. What's your ultimate goal? So besides getting the screenplay out right sure. now, like, what would you say is your ultimate goal? Yeah. Uh, the dream. It's gonna be a long time to figure this out, but. My answer is always directing is the dream. Directing a Marvel movie would be like beautiful. <laughs> That's the old that dream. That would be amazing. Because <laughs> I mean the 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 hope of like when when let's say when you're creating content, the idea is like I want people to see it. I want people to be impacted by this. And I want and then like as as we know, Marvel's like the biggest studio in yeah. the world right now. So, yeah, definitely. Like. You, you know your movie's going to get watched and kids are going to dress up as... Like, it's just super crazy how impactful you can be. Oh, yeah. It's... With that kind of platform. Well, look look at the Comic-Cons and all those uh, events that are going on based around these characters from... Oh, it's crazy. Every little aspect of that movie, it's, it's like a money machine. Whether it's toys, whether it's costumes, like, everything. It's, it's crazy. Sure, sure. And it's good to be, like, a part of it because... It's you're set. Yeah, man. <laughs> you do one of those, you're definitely set. You could get do any other project beyond that afterwards. Well, I mean, of course, there's always the risk of like, oh, you're the one Marvel director that had the flop or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that, there is <laughs> that, that broke their streak. Or, <laughs> it's <laughs> all over. Downhill. But yeah, I mean, having the opportunity, like, I don't know, my my baby goals are like being on set of a Marvel movie or a TV show because they're doing all the streaming stuff now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who knows how big they're gonna get with? Yeah. Well, Disney, Disney's gonna. uh, They're starting their own streaming. Disney Plus. I'm sure they're gonna have Marvel movies on there. Netflix is gonna counteract that with their uh, Dark Horse comics. I think now. You know, like how Umbrella Academy. So they're gonna do a whole bunch of I think those type of comic book stories now, which is. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but Umbrella, I don't know if you saw, did you get a chance to see Umbrella Academy? Uh, is it like a trailer or something? Else? No, it's it's a series. It's on Netflix right now. It's, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's I've really good, it. man. It's really good. And then I think they saw the success from that. That's why they want to go that route now. They want to use all, uh, I think it's Dark Horse Comics, if I remember good. I don't They're remember. They're going to use a whole bunch because it did really good. It did really good. I don't so remember. Armin was on there. Yeah, he's the post-production supervisor on it. Um yeah. And yeah, this was the it was the first season. I believe they got signed for the second one after that. Yeah, but it, it did very well on Netflix. It did very good. It, it, it had a lot of views. So I think they want to go the route of just using all those type of characters yeah. or stories from the Dark Horse comics because Marvel's not going to be part of Netflix anymore. So yeah, they need their replacements. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, everybody wants to a piece of the pie. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely. Like, how much money? <laughs> um, I was gonna say, I guess speak about how awesome LA is again one more time yeah the cool thing about like being that everybody's down here like this is probably my like highlight experience so far um during the uh, Oscar campaign yeah. season um you know like Black Panther was yeah. uh in the run for best picture of course so they're screening it around town and like I got an email somehow like I'm a part of film independent and stuff and they were doing a screening for Black Panther with 
you know, the Ryan Cooker was going to be there, Kevin Feige, all the department heads, like wow. costumes, composer, wow. uh, set, set um, production design, like all those people were there on the panel. And I sat in the front row because I'm like, this is where you, this is where, this is where it happens. If you want to talk to anybody, you sit in the front row, you watch the movie yeah. in the front row, and then you just sit through the Q and A. So I got to, uh, I rushed up. An actor beat me to Kevin Feige, but <laughs> he handed out his little CD demo reel, and I was like, <laughs> um, but I had a question for Kevin Feige. I was so nervous, um, but like it's being that work, that's my dream. I'm like, yeah, you have to. So my question was like, hey. Kevin. I think I said Kevin on accident. I'm like, hey, Kevin. I mean, sorry, Mr. Feige. What do you recommend me to do? Like, what do I have to do to be con- to be hired on as a director for one of your movies? And his answer, he kept, I know, like, they have to be super almost political in this. Yeah. yeah. But his answer was, just make something cool. And I like, kind of stared at him and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying I have a chance. I'm like... Uh. And he's like... So he kind of elaborated, you know, like yeah. a movie or website. Like he doesn't he doesn't care what it is, but you know, having so I I took that as be yourself, have a personality, have a voice, because that's that's what they want in Marvel. Is they have the platform, they have the structure, they know yeah. how to make their stuff. They want to plop a director in there that has a personality and a sure. vision to drive a, a film. So I'm working really hard on that right now. No, that, I mean that's good. Even experience, but you're you're young, so I mean you really have. I mean. The best thing you could do is just put out content. I feel like just and yeah. not just any content too. You got to make sure it's still good, good enough to where you're gonna find people that enjoy it and then kind of make a name for yourself too. Yeah, you don't want to be known for I guess making random just things and putting it out, but it kind of helps a little bit with experience. No, I I disagree. I feel like you should put out stuff there, even if it's random or whatever it is. It's it's a like you said, it it, it could be a lot of work. When we first started this podcast, yeah. It looks easier than what it is, but oh, my God, the amount of time you put into it, uh, yeah. recording. For me, it's easy. <laughs> yeah, it looks just sit and... Uh, he's, the, he's the engineer, he's the editor, all of it. It's all the things I hate. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. let, me, let me rephrase this. I don't like, I don't like editing, uh, but I do it because it's necessary. <laughs> I'm not a sound engineer, no way near it, because uh, if I was, you'd get the best quality sound. Everything, yeah. But... It's a learning curve. It's an experience, and that—that's what I'm really doing. You whatever. just have to do it, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. We initially just started this for fun, just learning learning how to be a better host. Yeah. yeah. Even speech wise. Yes. Even speech is a big thing. When you record yourself talking and you listen to it, you're like, "Damn!" It's like, what is this guy saying? What is he? Saying? <laughs> why is he, ram- why is he <laughs> rambling and like? Yeah. Well, We've caught you. ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Saying a lot, but like, I feel like as a writer, or if you're writing on a, pro- a project like you said acting wise even mm-hmm. you get a perspective of how they think or how all that works so when you're writing it i feel like all those elements will come together because i feel like if you're jumping in as just a writer i mean yes it's going to be good but like screenplay wise it does make a difference if you know the aspect acting aspect aspect of it or well uh, acting aside uh your screenplay is your story. Uh, you also have the editor. You have the director that could take that story and uh, in- incorporate their vision and uh, yeah. twist the twist yeah. it a bit. Everybody twists. Everyone it. could do it. Every um, single person on the project is going to influence it. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Yeah, Which it's a collaboration. Yeah, exactly, and that's ah, that's what I want. You just surround yourself by uh, really good people that share the same uh, or have the same drive and just want to do it. Yeah, sure. Everyone needs money. Everyone has bills, but you still well, gotta nine do to it. Five, you gotta make it work right now. Yeah, that's the balance. I've 
<laughs> but so but that's how you do you you do like script supervisor work and then you do do you do production assistant also or uh, assistant director and then you go from like it, it's freelance yeah freelance that's that's still cool though that's, yeah i mean i you know i don't i don't live very uh luxuriously um it, yeah, it's better that it's way it's about keeping the, uh, the the overhead low and then you only have to work a certain amount to kind of be comfortable Survive, yeah. so yeah it's, it's yeah. I feel like that's important. I, I don't want to. I'm gonna give you a brief story. Uh, financial yeah. advice? <laughs> no, uh, what you're doing is actually the very good. It's the best way because a lot of people get caught up in the nonsense in LA. And uh, I, I lived in Ohio, Cincinnati for a year. We lived there yeah. for a year, and uh, you could actually save money. But living here, people spend money on things that's not essential. And you people get in debt. Clubs and like, or bars. That's definitely one of them. Yeah, if you want to drink, just buy a bottle. <laughs> but don't drink the whole thing because then it's a different story. You're an alcoholic. <laughs> if you want to be a filmmaker, just... Uh, no, you're do, uh, to elaborate, I want to say, I feel like that... See, the way you're, you're going, it's better because it's in the same realm of what you want to do. But like, if, if you were to keep up with everything else, like to have a regular 9 to 5, like it kind of might take away from that. But what you're doing is is better because again it's in the same realm and it could lead to other jobs. It could lead for you to meet other people in the business. So definitely, I would say 100%. I agree. That's the best way to go about it if you want to go that route for work. Are you are you still since you're in LA? Are you still trying acting or is that something that? Oh uh, no, just... I, I I gave that uh, like. Yeah, I gave that idea up back in Reno for sure. Early on in the Reno Film Collective days, like it's fun on occasion to hop in front with no pressure of like that's the best time to act. Is like I'm not here as an actor, so I can just be here freely and, and open. Yeah. Yeah. Cameos, like, you're all that, about the cameos. That's the best time to be on set. It's like nobody expects me to be a good actor. So did I you do can, cameos on any of the shorts you did? Yeah, I mean. On occasion, yeah. He, he, uh, he's going to do a ca cameo when he directs his Marvel movie. That's <laughs> the time to do it. Like a, a make a whole character for myself. Right? You definitely could then, man. That's, that's really cool. What, what are your top three films that really influenced influence you? You want top three? <laughs> you usually get asked for the top one. Or even like what movie really, really like just put it together for you? Like be like, I really want to just go do this. I don't know. There's a... Okay, there's. I'll just say the the obvious answer is, uh, it keeps changing because they keep releasing new Avengers movies. <laughs> but it's always the Avengers movies is my answer. Okay. Most most filmmakers, especially in indie world, are like, Ugh, big Marvel. Like, yeah. Blah, blah. <laughs> like we want to make our character stuff, and I'm like, oh, Marvel's cool. But yeah, the Avengers stuff, like I get super. Like I just love the the. The logistical side of it yeah. impresses me so much. I'm like, oh my gosh, how is this even real? How did they get these people together? And how did they like? How did this AD have to coordinate this entire like? How did like? How did it all work? How did they do it? Yeah. And how did they build it up from all these movies and make the story work? And how does it make any sense at all? Um, so that impresses me in that kind of stance and just the whole popcorn entertainment and like it's just pure fun. I also. One movie popped into my mind. I forgot it. Um, but I wrote a movie here just in case you asked a question like that. Um, Ex Machina. Oh, oh wait. What, this oh, yeah. We've seen it. It, it. it was like the artificial uh, yeah, yeah. AI type movie. Don't you remember? Was that Robert Rodriguez? 
What well, did I just totally run that? I'll, I'll, <laughs> I have I'll to forget. Google it. I always forget the name of the director, but yeah. he's awesome. Um, <laughs> but that influenced you as well, yeah? No, I mean, it's that one, super, that specific, the writing in that and the control of information is kind of the, it intrigues us as we're going along because we, we like don't know anything about like, why is he here? And yeah. wait, what's going on? And who knows what? And who's good? Who's bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like three characters for an hour and a half. And we're entertained. Like, it was they did it so well. You're right, though, because like yeah, even the location was it just that facility just or where they were? Yeah, like that's incredible. So engaging and being that interesting with such like relying on the talent and relying on the concept and the story, like that stuff is always impressive. And I've rewatched it a couple times, and I'm always like, "This is beautiful." <laughs> Actually, when you said that, you know what movie came to my mind? Uh, the Room. The it was just room? the Room. Yeah, the, with the uh, Rousseau. Brie. Oh no, was it the Room? <laughs> That's just Room without the Room. room. The, okay, yeah. see, I'm not. No, no yeah, yeah. The, uh, with Brie Larson. Yeah. It was just two of them, her and the kid. Correct. Majority of the movie, they're just in that little tiny little room. Super impressive. And, and, and it, yet, it was still very entertaining. Like it, the yeah. story comes. It's a big factor. It's an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, but yeah, it really doesn't matter if you have millions of locations or whatever. Yeah, it, it's your story. It's story, your definitely. characters. Mm-hmm. It's the journey. That's yeah, what, that's what it's all about. So yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the huge spectacle and like all these people coming together. And then I'm also a big fan of like when the small stuff works well. It's, yeah, it's beautiful too. And even if the movies like uh, uh, I watch all genres, we watch all types of movies, mm-hmm. and like even you have to watch all the bad movies too. The stuff that doesn't work, sure. Even though it's excruciating sometimes just to watch watch it, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've been there. You learn from it, like uh, you learn from everything. It's 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 a learning uh, <laughs> experience, and the only way you're gonna get better at it is by doing it. I I guess to say another movie while you ask for three. Sure. Um, I was gonna say I was gonna say Get Out was super cool. I still gotta see that freaking. I saw it. I, I, I thought it was great. Somebody, I, I heard somebody say that supposedly Get Out was better than even Us. I haven't seen either. Well, us, Us is all right. Oh, you saw it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, but but, but Get Out for me, because again, I I love the restrictions that like Blumhouse places on their yeah. projects. It's like you have this five million dollar budget, do what you can with it, and that's like of course small in like the feature world. Yeah. The real. Um, but yeah, just seeing that a five million dollar movie can make. 200 plus million at the box office that's incredible that's like, insane yeah and then and then going in like all my filmmaker friends are like oh my gosh get out it's so amazing it's like the best movie i've ever seen in my life and going it's always tough going into a movie when everybody's hyping it and i'm always one to go in and be like all right no impress me no, it wasn't it lets you down yeah it lets me yeah. down because i had these expectations mm-hmm. of the best movie ever that's very true and like that's why I don't, whenever there's a certain movie i want to watch I never follow it on social media. Yeah. Uh, I don't look at other people's posts. Yeah, that, that I honestly it. try to do that at, at a minimal uh, because uh, you I, can I don't want to see for yourself. exactly. I want to yeah. see it for myself. I don't want to read other people's reviews. Yeah, and there are some harsh people out there, like really <laughs> quick to just crush bash it. it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's always good. Even the like we watch a bunch of movies. Uh, even on uh, iTunes or we'll rent it and stuff like that, we'll watch the movies that have bad ratings too, and some of them are not so bad. Some are <laughs> not worse. so bad. Not than, so bad. Uh, you thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah. We've got uh, anything you want to mention, Eddie? Like anything you want to talk about? Like 
maybe for even up and comers like who who really want to get into this, like what would you suggest or give advice to them? I mean, I mean, the funny part is like I don't know how often you get this answer, but like I feel like I'm an up and comer here. No, know? definitely. Like, but like in your experience, like what do you yeah, feel yeah. kind of helped you out a little bit? Well, I mean, we I think we. I'm trying to think of something else to say, but like we've touched on the whole be open to help. It's okay to say that you don't know the answer to something. Um, Cause that's like, as a director, you're expected to have answers. Sure. Yeah. But sometimes it can be like, well, let's say your costumes or whatever. And you come to me with like, do you want this or this? And it's like, well, I don't know. Like, Oh, what do you recommend for like, why do you recommend what? And it's like, Oh, okay. No, I agree with that one more. Thanks for like asking questions and, it's always frustrating watching new coming directors because I've, as a script supervisor, I get to be the right hand man to directors and just like be beside them and watch how they operate. Yeah. And it's frustrating to watch directors not be open and pretend like they know the answer and they're just like faking do you, it. And do you see that often? Not too often. Not okay. too often. Yeah. But when you do, it's just it's just rough. I can imagine. <laughs> because you want to tell them that it's okay, but. You can't tell them that on set because they're already in such like a constricted state that they're just paralyzed. And so, do, do you, uh, while doing the script supervisor work, um, is that mostly union work or non-union projects? Uh, I'm I'm currently non-union on that right now because I've I've only been doing it for a year, um, so I'm pretty fresh on that. I'm working my way toward the union status right now. Um, but so yeah, I I work on like I, I did a stint where I was like on all the student film, like the thesis projects were all coming up and everybody was desperate. Which school? I, I assisted on three back to back. Like it was, I did USC, which is uh, a big deal. AFI and UCLA all back to back for like a day or two here, a day or two there. And uh, it was interesting watching those, like the younger filmmakers and these are like the best, of the best technically yeah. in that school because yeah. they, they, one, I don't know how all the schools work, but I know USC has a strict process on, like, you have to pitch your project to, like, the oh, board, yeah. and then the top three get picked up. If you up. get accepted, oh, then you actually I film it. Wow. Yeah. So, like, I think uh, Cal State Northridge does, it's very similar to yeah. that, but uh, I'm sure the budget at USC, like, the filmmakers probably spend a little bit more money. Probably. If you, if you, <laughs> if you have money to spend, like, yeah. but... Uh, AFI is pretty good. I like, I like a lot of their projects. USC, I don't know if I've seen too many shorts from USC. USC, USC is, I would say, number one film school, but then I could be wrong. I know, like, I, I know after I worked with all of them, I kind of Googled USC versus AFI. Because I know, like, AFI people are like, ugh, like, I'd rather be here at AFI yeah. than USC. And yeah. USC is like, ugh. So, <laughs> so they're both. What did you prefer nah, from all of them? I mean, it, for me, I don't think it's it's almost not fair to compare them as schools. Like it comes down to the production team. Exactly. This director, I can I can say my preference on the director, but I don't want to go there. Yeah. In case yeah, you're yeah. Listening. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were all awesome. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, I agree. Well, it doesn't matter. Like we could be here at Valley College and have an incredible crew yeah, and no, film definitely. something. A very well made short film or whatever it is. I remember Patrick's uh, shorts that he used to film, and uh, he was was he part of the uh, the film films classes here? He was. Right? He was uh, from way back. But yeah. he did a lot of good projects, and then he went moved to Kansas. He started doing. Well, he went to he got his masters, I think. At, but uh, yeah, he used to be here. We used to do. Uh, well, he filmed a lot of short no, but my, films. Like my point is, uh, I feel like the school yeah it makes somewhat of a difference, but like. 
It's the team. It's a it's matter the of getting together and doing yeah. something. That, that's that's what I tell everyone, and that's what I tell myself every day too. Because that's the only way you're gonna produce content. Yeah, you have to group up. You just gotta do it. You gotta do it. But that's it's it. hard, man. Like, because I, I, like no, we it's talk not hard. About, it's no, well, getting your team together. It's pretty. It's it's a big part of it. Like, because if you don't have the right team. That might not come out good. Well, it's not about the good thing. It's a matter of finding people that share the same, well, are at the same level that commitment are, are going to be committed. That's yeah. the biggest thing. Yeah, one thing I was thinking about as far as like the film schools go, because yeah. being that I'm like not from here and I'm, I'm, I didn't go to film school. So I'm like, I was very curious as to the process of the learning and stuff. And what it was explained to me like was the information you get, let's say, from USC versus. A community film school or college. I don't know yeah. how it works. But <laughs> the, the information is the same. It's just, let's say if you're going to the community college version of it, the number of people in that class that are actually going to be 100% into it are going to be a smaller percentage. When you go yeah. to USC, it's like 95% of the people there I agree. are 100% for film. In. Yeah. Also the tools. I feel like those bigger schools like USC yeah. or AFI yeah. – you, don't matter. It, does, it, does, it doesn't, but like uh, even the net, network base is different. That's another thing to consider. But doesn't mean you could be at a community college and create a, a great film, film something. So it doesn't matter where you are. It's a matter of getting just off the couch. Content. That's really something. what it is. Pro- just That's how content. I feel. Just, uh, just to, I guess, finish it up. So what do you do? You when you're, you have nothing Spare to do when you're not working. Like, what do you do for fun <laughs> or hobby wise? What do you enjoy? And it's always the. <laughs> like let's not talk about that <laughs> um, the thing with the thing with me is i don't i fight against being like a workaholic for sure and but at the same time there's the aspect of me that's like all right you're new to this new city and you have to establish yourself and get your foundation set so and i'm like i'm here for one reason i moved to la to pursue film yeah get stuff done you know find my place on sets get get gigs like Starting from scratch is hard work. So I haven't, like, it's hard for me to want to dedicate, like, a day and just go to the beach and do nothing. Like, for, I see me, for me, it hurts. <laughs> and yeah. My girlfriend is always like, you need to take some time. Like, stop working so much. And <laughs> it's hard for me to, like, it, it takes a lot of convincing and a lot of work to You're trying to not to relax. lose your focus. But it's good that you, so you, you're trying to just make sure you get to your goal. Which is good. Like you're, you're not taking any breaks from it. You want to just com- commit right. to it. So, so I have to, like, I... I'll take breaks during the day. Like I'll take a few hours to watch YouTube or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I have my Nintendo Switch that I'll get on and play some Smash Bros for a bit online. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's the thing I'm trying to work on myself yeah. is like when I want to have fun, I want to have people over and make a short. Like that, that's like, fun. Like that's my fun. But at the same time, it's the same thing I do for work. I, I I see it as different because like when I'm on set as a script supervisor or, or an AD, like I'm doing this specific task. And then when, when we make the short, like I'm allowed to, let's say, act for a bit or do, do more directing. Yeah, I don't yeah. direct as often as I'd like or whatever. So mixing up the positions makes it feel like it's something new. Um, but, you know. <laughs> it I, makes a difference. No, that's really cool. Well, we're looking forward for your feature film. Uh, we will post the links uh, on the pages. Oh, and, uh, for so what's to... your uh, what's the best way people could follow or see? Like, what's your social media to handle? follow the movie? So, like step by step process, like where they could be involved or donate some money for the yeah. film or something. So, like that. I mean, the Kickstarter is not up yet. So, um, but as far as keeping up. I mean, you can just search "It's What's on the Inside" on Facebook. Sure, you know, find the feature film page. 
On Instagram, it's at it's what's on the inside film, um, and then my Instagram is at Eddie V Hill V because um, I'm the fifth. Eddie V Hill the fifth. Uh, so there's that. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I definitely like to to put the V on there. A lot of people don't know what the V is, so it's kind of people get confused. No, when I said I'm like, should I uh, actually uh, mention yeah. it, or how do you feel about it? Yeah, no, I, I think it's the coolest thing about me. You know? Yeah, <laughs> no, but no, I, I definitely like I definitely like to include it because I think it, it, it adds a uniqueness. Definitely um, it does. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's. My, yeah, my last name is V Hill. It's spelled Vigil, so that's all. Con- everything's confusing about you. You were per- you were perfectly clear on your Facebook page. Yeah. You had the pronunciation. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, I got it right. I got it right. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming here, Eddie V Hill. Uh, it was incredible. Uh, I want to be sure. connected thank with you, you, you and follow your journey on this film. Definitely, so, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much, and uh, good night.